This is the Scoop for Friday. I'm Sean Canan with the WMNF News Headlines. The United Nations top court has stopped short of ordering a ceasefire in Gaza in a genocide case against Israel, but the International Court of Justice demanded that Israel try to contain death and damage in its military offensive in Gaza. In the highly anticipated decision made by a panel of 17 judges, the International Court of Justice decided today not to throw out the case. It ordered Israel to comply with the Genocide Convention through six provisional measures to protect Palestinians in Gaza. The health ministry in Gaza said today that more than 26,000 people have been killed and more than 64,000 wounded since October 7th. The Tampa City Council unanimously decided to delay a vote yesterday on a youth curfew. WMNF's Chris Young reports that the controversial proposal came after last year's shooting in Ybor City where two people were killed and 16 were injured. The ordinance would have required kids to stay indoors after 11 p.m. most nights and midnight on Saturday nights. Councilmember Alan Clendenin represents District 1. Public sentiment has been heard loud and clear. And when we do something this, something like this, you know, you know as, as, as best intentioned as it was, and as, as common sense as it is that nobody wants 12, 13-year-olds on the street at 2 o'clock in the morning, these things only work if you have the support of the community and you have the support of all the entities, including the administration. The proposal received criticism from the community and most recently, the ACLU. Maida Martinez attended a community discussion on the curfew earlier this month. She spoke during public comment. That night I heard what TPD will do if the curfew is passed, but I did not hear what TPD would do if it wasn't passed. And I questioned they're not here today. So it makes me wonder, is that the answer? <laughs> Nothing. Councilmember Clendenin mentioned other alternatives to curb crime. Having work programs for members of the community, I think we can't forget something like that to make sure that people, these kids have something to do and can can earn money and not looking for other alternatives. A new date to vote on the ordinance was not set. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. In part of a series of legal battles about Florida election law changes, a three-judge panel of a federal appeals court heard arguments yesterday in a challenge to a 2023 law that imposed restrictions on groups that collect voter registration applications in Florida. The wide-ranging law signed by Governor Ron DeSantis in May is part of the Republican-controlled legislature's years-long targeting of third-party voter registration groups, which help people sign up to vote. Yesterday, the panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals focused on parts of the law that would ban non-U.S. citizens from collecting or handling voter registration applications for the groups and make it a felony for the group's workers to keep voters' personal information. Yesterday, the Florida Supreme Court declined to take up an appeal by a former state correctional officer who challenged his firing for using medical marijuana. The court did not explain its decision against hearing the challenge by a former sergeant for the Florida Department of Corrections. But yesterday's order effectively let stand a ruling last year by the First District Court of Appeal that upheld his firing. Man-made ponds that collect stormwater and filter out the pollutants can be found nearly everywhere in Florida. But WGCU's Tom Bayless reports new research has discovered a big problem with those artificial lakes. The thinking was, and still is in many cases, that stormwater retention ponds are a great way to let nature, not electricity, clean polluted runoff as the water percolates back down to the aquifer. 
However, researchers studying retention ponds in Manatee County discovered far more carbon dioxide and methane leak from the ponds into the atmosphere than get trapped in the sediments below. Those are two of the most powerful greenhouse gases that contribute to global warming. Yet retention ponds are the most common stormwater control measure in America today, and there are some 76,000 in Florida. The authors of the study, published in Communications, Earth, and Environment, an Earth Science Journal, suggest emissions from the ponds need to be included when measuring a region's output of climate warming gases. In Fort Myers, I'm Tom Bayless. Today, mostly cloudy and warm, highs in the low 80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight lows in the mid-60s. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, breezy, and warm, highs will be in the low 80s. Expect rain and cooler weather on Sunday. I'm Sean Canan with the WMNF News Headlines. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.